Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Hello, I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And we're both retirees who love God's Word. And today we're going to be looking at an event from John's Gospel. But before we do that, I'm going to open in prayer for us. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have given us your word, the Bible, to teach us about your plan for our lives. We ask that your Holy Spirit will guide us both today as we read and discuss this passage and think about the meaning it has for us and other Christians. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can you read the passage now, please, Chris? Sure. The reading is from John's Gospel, chapter 21, verses 1 to 17. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called Twin, Nathaniel from Cana of Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples were together. I'm going fishing, Simon Peter said to them. We're coming with you, they told him. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When daybreak came, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Friends, Jesus called to them, you don't have any fish, do you? No, they answered. Cast the net on the right side of the boat, he told them, and you'll find some. So they did and they were unable to haul it in because of the large number of fish. The disciple, the one Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tied his outer clothing around him, for he had taken it off, and he plunged into the sea. Since they were not far from land, about a hundred yards away, the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the full net of fish. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish lying on it and bread. Bring some of the fish you've caught, Jesus told them. So Simon Peter climbed up and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three of them. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Come and have breakfast, Jesus told them. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had eaten breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Feed my lambs, he told him. A second time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Shepherd my sheep, he told him. He asked him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved that he asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. 
Feed my sheep, Jesus said. Thanks, Chris. What a beautiful picture that is. Jesus has prepared breakfast on the beach for his disciples who've just had a long night of fishing. But just where is this passage happening in the Bible? Well, this event is recorded in the last chapter of John's Gospel and it is taking place in the early days after Jesus' death on the cross, his burial in the tomb and his resurrection on the first Easter day, but before his ascension into heaven. Jesus had already appeared to Mary Magdalene near his tomb and then to his disciples in a locked room in Jerusalem on that same evening of his resurrection. However, Thomas had not been present on that occasion and doubted the truth of the resurrection. So Jesus appeared again to his disciples, this time including Thomas. However, the event that we are looking at today is the third mention of Jesus appearing to a group of his disciples, this time by the Sea of Galilee. Chris, what do you think is the most significant thing happening in this encounter? Well, seven of the disciples went fishing. They were waiting for Jesus to meet with them again, as he had promised when he last saw them in Jerusalem. I found this fishing event like the initial calling of the disciples, as recounted in Luke 5. On that occasion, there also was a fruitless fishing expedition, the instruction to fish elsewhere, and then the huge catch. This similarity must have helped John recognise Jesus standing on the lakeside in today's reading and for Peter to immediately jump in and wade ashore. Yes, and there on the shore, Jesus had breakfast prepared for the no doubt very hungry disciples and that shows how Jesus served the disciples and cared for their personal needs before he started talking to them and teaching them. There's a lesson there for me that as we reach out to those who do not know Jesus, we might look first to serving their personal needs, food, shelter, etc., friendship perhaps. Yes, that's a good thought, Jill. For me, it was after the breakfast on the beach that the interview Peter must have been dreading took place. Three times Peter had denied Jesus on Good Friday, as told to us in John 18, So now, three times, Jesus asks him the same question, Simon Peter, do you love me? And three times, Jesus recommissions Peter, saying, feed my sheep. Jill, is there anything that stands out for you in this passage? Hmm. Well, there are some surprising details in this story. For example, the precise number of fish that the disciples caught is given exactly, 153. Why not 150 or 155? And then it's mentioned that Peter took the time to tie his outer clothing around him before he plunged into the sea. And we're even given the information that the net was not broken by the heavy load of fish which the disciples caught under Jesus' instructions. Some scholars over the years have looked at these various interesting details and suggested possible reasons for their inclusion in the passage. For me, these details are really not too important. The big issue here, as you said before, Chris, is Jesus' question to Peter, do you love me? What are your thoughts on this, Chris? Well, Jill, what touched my heart more than anything in this passage was that Jesus didn't ask Peter anything about his past, only about his present. 
And Jesus didn't ask Peter about his past words or about his past deeds, but only about his present attitude of heart. This excites me because it demonstrates that because of God's grace, it is possible for backsliders to be forgiven and to be restored into the fellowship of God's kingdom. For those who have denied Christ in some way in their past, they can be given another chance. So what about you, Jill? How has this question from Jesus challenged you today? Yes, Chris, it really is exciting news when Jesus shows us, as he does in this incident, that sinners like Peter, sinners like you and me, can be forgiven regardless of what we have done when we turn back to Christ. But what is also challenging for me is that Jesus followed up his question to Peter, do you love me, with the command, then feed my sheep. It's sometimes all too easy for me as a long-time Christian to reply to Jesus as Peter did, yes, you know that I love you, Lord, and then leave it at that. I think Jesus is reminding me, all of us here, as he does on many other occasions in the Bible, that our love for him must translate into action, into loving and serving our neighbour. And that is particularly challenging for me currently as I think about and plan how to love and serve others at church in 2023. What about you, Chris? Yeah, that is a good thought, Jill. Like you, it is Jesus' words which challenge me never to forget God's amazing grace to us. So with God's help, I want to be renewed in my praise and gratefulness to God knowing that Christ's death and resurrection means not only forgiveness for us, but also restoration to his kingdom. Mm, What a wonderful passage we've looked at today. And as usual, the Bible has so much to teach us. Jesus' question to Peter, do you love me, certainly gives us lots to think about and challenges us deeply as we move forward on our Christian journey. Can you please finish for us in prayer, Chris? Mm, Sure, Jill. Heavenly Father, thank you for this passage in your word where we see again your amazing grace in and through Jesus. Help us to reflect on this passage and by your spirit, use it to transform us to be more like Jesus every day. Amen. In the next Talk for 12 episode, Jane and Sarah will be reading and chatting about Luke seven forty to 50 where Jesus asks Simon, Do you see this woman? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals 1-2. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.